Welcome to the Get Money Savvy podcast, brought to you by Money Savvy Kids, Money Savvy Teens, and Money Savvy Generation. This 10-part podcast has been created to share the key things you need to know to become more money savvy so that you can be the master of your money and build the wealth you desire. Whether you're just starting to learn about money or you are looking to grow your knowledge and put it into practice, then this is the podcast for you. Please remember to like and subscribe if you find what you hear to be of value and even share it with your friends so that they too can become money savvy. I am your host, Candace Preston, and I will be in conversation with award-winning businesswoman and money savvy brand founder, Catherine May. Each week, we will discuss a new topic to help you become more money savvy. So we are halfway through our 10 steps to getting money savvy podcast. And today is step five, understanding what you value. Hi, Catherine. Nice to be chatting with you again. Hi, Candice. I hope you had a good weekend. Always. So Catherine, today is all about understanding what you value. What does that mean? So values are something that we all have, something that we hold dear to ourselves, but most of the time we don't understand what it is that we value. So our values are shaped around our families. So we generally share values with our parents. So if our parents valued going to church on a Sunday and having family dinners on Sundays, you'll probably find that you as an adult would value the same thing um, because our values are learned from um, our parents, our churches, our schools, our, our family and our friends. So the first time I ever did a values exercise, I was 38 years old and values drive our behavior. So if we don't understand what it is we value, we're not going to be able to prioritize our financial lives accordingly. So if, as an example, so my biggest core value is security. It wasn't always security. It was family before, but now it's security. And so because security is my core value, my financial behavior um, is indicative of that value. So saving for retirement is important for me because I don't want to have to work when I'm 75. Making my children are, um, have money for tertiary education is important to me because I want to set them up for success. I don't want to look after them for the rest of my life. I want to travel the world. Um, and saving money for emergencies, um, thank goodness I did that because when COVID hit, if I hadn't, I would have been homeless. So for me, with security being my core value, I, I show up in my financial life to make sure that I always have security. So Understanding what it is you value is going to help you, uh, one, set goals, and two, it's going to help you to um, groom or change your behavior so that you can have all of the financial things that you want in your life. What are, what are some of your core values, Candice? So for me, it's definitely um, that financial freedom and security and family. Those are my two core values, the things that I'm always focused on the things I'm looking for in my life and I can definitely see how my behavior is shaped by those two things that I value so much and especially around wealth you know my I place my money where my values are I spend my money according to to my values as well well exactly because when you understand what your money values are you make decisions um, to so that you can live up to those to those values 
Um, so, you know, despite what it sounds like, having strong financial values doesn't necessarily mean being wealthy or having lots of financial knowledge. A person could still have, be, have very little and still be driven by financial values, you know. Financial values could mean paying your bills on time. It doesn't necessarily mean that you, that you want to be rich. So my advice is that everybody takes a piece of paper or goes online and finds a values exercise and has a look and, and see what it is that they value because when you understand what you, what you value, you're going to be able to set goals and you're going to be able then to put a plan in place to achieve those goals. Absolutely. And looking at those values, um, do they change over time? Absolutely, they change over time. So I did my first values exercise at 38 and my core value then was family. The scary thing was I wasn't living up to that value at all. And when I realized I wasn't living up to that value, I actually got divorced because my family life was in such a shambles um, that that first values exercise was a catalyst to change my family situation. And now we have a happy family with two separate homes. So my, my, my mine has changed in the last five years. Wow. And I mean, it definitely takes courage, I think, to sit down, be honest with yourself in saying these are actually the things I value, these are the things I don't, and to actually create change in your life, because it's also one thing to sit down and say, yes, I value this, but it's a whole other thing to actually act um, in accordance with that. Well, if you don't understand what it is you value, you're not going to put, take those steps. You're not going to take the first step because it's not going to be that important to you. So for me, retiring in 10 years time is a goal for me. When I'm 52, I want to retire and travel the world. I would have raised three children and it's my time to live my life. And that is such a core value for me that building my business and saving for retirement is, is a key focus for me. That's why I spend all my time working and saving. That's fantastic, Catherine. And just something I know a lot of people feel is sometimes, you know, is valuing money and wealth a bad thing? And how can they overcome that feeling if they do feel that way? So unfortunately, you know, we have, we've had it drummed into our heads from when we were children that money is the root of all evil. It says so in the Bible, you know, and if you think about um, our religious components in this country, we have a lot of people that believe in the Bible. So if the, if the Bible is telling you that money is the root of all evil, you're going to believe it. Money is not the root of all evil. Money does not make you greedy. Having money um, gives you security. It allows you to prosper. It allows you freedom to travel and make memories with your family. Money is not a dirty subject. And what I want to say to people is um, whatever your belief systems are and however you were brought up, if you value security, if you value prosperity, if you value financial freedom, having money is a necessity. How you make that money is a different story. You don't have to go and um, rob banks and sell drugs. You know, you can be a respectable person with money. And if, if, if you feel that money is the root of all evil and you are making a lot of money, do something good with your money, you know, help others. So money, money is, is, is um, it's a driver and it's not an end unto itself either. It's merely a tool to help us achieve our goals and live our best lives. Absolutely. I remember hearing once it said money makes us more of who we are. So, you know, if you are a good person and you're kind and you're doing a lot of good, having more money enables you to do more of that. It enables you to, to be more. And it really just is a tool. So wanting money and valuing it um, is not a bad thing. It's a good thing because not only do you put yourself in a better position, but you can 
help a lot more people and um, which makes it something worth valuing exactly that's exactly it well thank you so much Catherine. today's session has really been insightful and i hope our listeners go out discover their values and make sure that they are living according to those values awesome well you have yourself a money savvy week candace thank you Catherine. you too